Hello and welcome to this episode of the National Trust podcast. We're currently taking a break for Christmas and to research and record new content for season five. We'll be back with that season in the next few months. But in the meantime, every month until then, we'll be putting out some of our favorite episodes from the archives. This month, we're revisiting a mystery guest at the Beatles' childhood homes from season three. In this episode, we spoke to Colin Hall, custodian at John Lennon's childhood home, who recalled the unlikely guest that came to visit the property. If you've never heard this episode, you can play along and see if you can work out who the mystery guest is before they're revealed. So, was it Jay-Z, Bob Dylan, David Bowie or Elton John? To find the answer, keep listening. hand in your bags and cameras and your mobiles if you can pop mobiles my name's uh, colin hall and i am the custodian of john lennon's former home in liverpool which is called mendips that the quarryman would set up in 15 years i've met a lot of people at the house i've escorted i would say best part of 200 and more thousand people around the house i mean Annually, we'll get in excess of 50 different countries represented in the uh, guest book. So, um, yeah, the, the Beatles' popularity remains constant. Occasionally, you are taken by surprise. You don't know in advance. And I remember a few years ago, we were waiting for the minibus to bring the last tour. And so the bus was late. I'm ever so sorry about this, ladies. We, we won't be long. It was parked at Speak Hall, which is just down the road. The bus driver had been waiting for four people who hadn't turned up. It was a day when we didn't have very many people on the tour. Very rare, actually, that we only have so few. The ladies from Wales had turned up and they'd been waiting. And he knew that he had to bring that tour to Mendips to pick up the tour that was already here to take them to Paul's. So he waited for what he thought was a reasonable time. Right, guys, we're not going to wait any longer. Next stop, John Lennon's house. Oh, I can't, I can't wait to see you. As the bus was leaving the National Trust car park, a vehicle, a people mover, pulled in front and a lady got out and she said, I'm the lady who's on your list. I've booked, booked the four, four seats, seats and we're a little bit late, but I do have a very important guest who's come a long way to see the house. And the people in the car got out and came to the bus to get on. OK, guys, just let me give you each one of these tags before you sit down. In those days, we used to give out badges for people to wear so we could recognise they were on for the tour. You. And, oh, one for you. And the driver said it was only when he gave this person the badge that he suddenly realised that he had come a very long way, not just in terms of uh, distance. We were waiting for the minibus to bring the last tour, and so the bus was late. And I was talking to people in the house and got carried away, really. And the phone went, and it was the driver outside. And he said, I think you ought to come out now. I think you ought to come out now. 
because I got someone here who isn't going to hang out much longer. I take you seriously. So I said, "Oh, right, okay." So I gathered everybody. We are about to leave. We went out, and I approached the gate. I just recognise it. And I almost stopped in my tracks because I couldn't quite believe who was standing at the gate. There in front of me, in his black leather jacket and his cowboy boots, and he had his hoodie up, this was one of the few moments where I've almost um, not known what to say. The people who were going out of the house to get on the, the minibus were scrambling for their, their mobiles and what have you to try and get a picture. But not many, I don't think any of them did. The ladies on the bus wouldn't have seen his face because he sat in front of them. So they just saw this. But, but they twigged that he was somebody, you know, of some importance and fame or whatever because they saw the reaction of the people coming out of the house. And when we were coming in, they did say to me, Colin, Colin. who is it? Oh, Colin. Who is it? Who was that? Who was it? The, you know, the one on the bus. Who was it on the bus? And I said to them, it's Bob Dylan. No. no. And they said, no. God, we, what, we've, we've been, been on the bus, bus with Bob, Bob Dylan and never realised. And I said, yes. And they said, well, what a story, story we've got, we got to, to take home. home. Show him the house. We'll be fine. Oh, we've got a great story. I thought to myself... He's come on the tour. He's come on the minibus with everybody else. He's here for the tour. To say he was like any other guest is, is, is true because he had come in his own right as an individual to do the tour. I took him around as I did other people. He was very attentive. He asked questions. He, he did want to know where John would play his guitar. If... John and Paul wrote in the house and where they wrote, where they played. He was very interested in the bedroom. He knew that that's where John would write songs. And one of the things that took his interest in that bedroom was the volume of Just William stories. And he wanted to know who Just William was. So for me, it felt surreal to be in John Lennon's bedroom with a chap who I, I kind of consider like the, the Shakespeare of the modern era, talking about Just William, the naughty schoolboy. So, yes, he was... He, he was lovely. And I have resisted, really, opportunities to talk about this because I, I value that privacy. But word did get out. Bob Dylan has fans every bit as um, uh, fanatic as John Lennon and the Beatles and there's nothing he does that doesn't escape them and uh, so they knew he'd been here and when he played the concert that night in Liverpool he played a song for George Harrison this is called This job is, is quite something, you know. You never know from day to day what's going to happen. And, of course, it's allowed me to realise a lot of dreams. I've won awards, which I never thought, you know, I would win. You know, what more can I say? And uh, I've always loved John Lennon and the Beatles. 
So it, it is the job of a lifetime, really. Thanks for listening to this episode of the National Trust podcast. We'll be back with another episode from the archives next month. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out. We'd also like to know what you think of this podcast so we can make Series 5 the best series yet. You can help us do this by filling in a short survey which you can find at nationaltrust.org.uk forward slash pod survey. So until next time from the podcast team, goodbye. Thank you.